have to go back! And welcome back to the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm Grayson. And Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas in July. That's it. That's why yep, we're doing this. Hello. That's what it is. Welcome to the podcast. I assumed you picked this movie, I'll Be Home for Christmas, as like Babe Ruth calling his shot of knowing... <laughs> I think we're all going to be home for Christmas at this rate. Uh, yes. Uh, today we are reviewing the 1998 uh, Christmas classic, I'll Be Home for Christmas, starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas, JTT, as well as JB, J-B, maybe JDB? Anyway, <laughs> Jessica Beale. You... <laughs> I was like, what? she'd be the only celebrity I know of to dash just between her first and last name but that dash tells a story yeah it does it does yeah jonathan taylor thomas jessica beale adam lavorgna uh and everyone's favorite uh begrudgingly likable but kind of tough to deal with dad gary cole gary cole ah which reminds me we haven't reviewed office space that we have surprises not. me. Yeah. I, I mean, just I'm just jumping right into it. I was thrilled to see Gary Cole in this movie because I'm a huge Veep fan. Uh, and yeah. Kent Davidson is one of my favorite characters on Veep. And so uh, to see him a little more normal was uh, kind of bizarre. But yeah, old Gary Cole. And largely because she's like the next person on IMDb, Eve Gordon, who I remember from Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she plays Diane Selinsky. I really felt for her character in this. I just wanted her to have a good relationship with her family. Yeah. And so, yeah, let's dive right in. So, let's do it. We're <laughs> trucking along. <laughs> if you don't remember this movie, here's a little brief synopsis. So Jake Wilkinson, played by Jonathan Taylor Thomas, has one thing on his mind. Get home for Christmas dinner or forfeit the vintage Porsche his father promised him. Just days before his deadline, Jake awakens in the California desert, stranded and penniless, wearing a Santa suit and a white beard. We've all been there. Haven't we all? Mm. Uh, Despite to claim his gift, he flies, crawls, cons, races, bullies, and even slays his way east. How are you spelling slay? Oh, exactly how you imagine it. In the gritty thriller... Mm. Uh, and even Santa slays his, uh, I don't know, that still doesn't read. Uh, he, S-L-E-I-G-H-S, his way east. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> the closer Jake gets to his home, the closer he gets to the true meaning of Christmas and the importance of Fast and the Furious. Sorry, family. Mm. This movie was actually a box office bomb, which definitely surprised me well did they release it in july like how we're reviewing it you know what Mm. (laughs) it was released in november okay yeah a lot of christmas movies do that yeah 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 santa comes into town at the end of the thanksgiving day parade and then you right yeah he wants to get settled in explore Mm -hmm. the town it's like Uh, so what's changed (laughs) since the last time i was here what's the hot tip any good shows happening uh, so with a budget of $30 million, it went on to make 
12 million in the box office. Uh, and so a lot of people actually cite this movie for uh, the reason why Jonathan Taylor Thomas's uh, movie career didn't really take off uh, af- after this. And actually, you know, there's not a ton of information about this, but Grayson actually came across a really interesting thing uh, with his IMDb. Like, he, he kind of faded into obscurity and just kind of came back to television every once in a while for a couple of roles. Basically, any time Tim Allen was doing a TV show, yeah, joined back in. So, yeah, he uh, he's he, his last IMDb acting credit is for Last Man Standing, um, which was like five years ago. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but um, if you know, Last Man Standing was the last time he really was acting maybe he could be in the you know the hbo last of us in the last of us standing man oh my goodness hbo presents last of us standing man a family sitcom at the end of the world i love something with nuclear family yep i think blake snyder already wrote it so, like, and, and here's something that I, I think we should definitely uh, kind of deep dive on a little bit. Mm. Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the 90s was an icon, okay? Oh, yeah, like, the guy is super handsome, funny. He looks like a young Harrison Ford. He does look like a young Harrison Ford. Yeah, he and he, I mean, he was everywhere. He He was most known in his role. And the hit television show Home Improvement from 1991 to 1999 played Randy Taylor. Um, and dude got work. He is the voice of young Simba from The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Sawyer in the Tom and Huck movie. Pinocchio yeah. in the semi-nightmare fuel live action version of The Adventures of Pinocchio. Oh, yeah, that's right. It had that holographic VHS case, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just everywhere just the he he was he was season one luke he walked Mm. jonathan Mm -hmm. taylor thomas walked so that season one luke from modern family could run okay paved the way yeah he's a trailblazer absolutely jonathan taylor trailblazer i mean that's what the middle t stands for they they say tb yeah Jonathan Trailblazer Thomas. WWJTTD. <laughs> JTTBD. That's a big bracelet. It really is. It's Ooh. more of a, a necklace. It should be a, a necklace. necklace. Yeah. Yeah. I've always said that the neck is the wrist of the shoulders. So. Constantly. I, I'm constantly saying that. That's why I'm writing in all my yearbooks. <laughs> um, and also, uh, so was Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale. Um, was a star in Seventh Heaven, mm-hmm. and um, and and also Adam Lavorga. Actually, both of them were in Seventh Heaven, and they dated. Mm. So I I really like this method of casting. It's just like okay, someone's just watching TV. It's like okay, great. We got Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and Jessica Biel. Oh yeah, she's dating that guy. They have good chemistry. Do it. Cast them. So uh, th- th- I think this was intended to be a, a a big vehicle for a lot of these stars to break out from their television counterpart, like make their way into films. And it, it just didn't necessarily happen 
for at least Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the way that uh, I think the industry was expecting. Um, but it this movie, getting into the movie, was so fun. This was such a fun. It reminded me a lot of, first off, Jonathan Taylor Thomas has a ton of Tim Allen moments where i'm just like he looks like a young tim allen yeah i like that though because i think it just shows how close they were on home improvement for sure that he was absorbing like what does it mean to be a leading man in a comedic film to jonathan taylor thomas he would look to tim allen i just like that i think it's sweet absolutely and he i mean the the story was written very well it's like uh a, a teen version of planes, trains, and automobiles, essentially. It's like sleighs, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Okay, uh, Grayson, we have to stop giving out so many free oh, movie ideas. No. Hallmark is listening. Oh, no. uh, yeah, and I mean, it was it was just fun, and the characters were fun. The only my only kind of like jolting out of this movie was like. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Am I just this far removed from college, or does everyone look like they're still sophomores in high school? Uh, I yeah, I was so confused. Even though it told me in the text like Palisades College yeah. or whatever, the fact that his friend was crammed in a locker, right? I was like, oh, they're in high school. I don't care what the text says, they're in high school. And then when there was a dorm room, I was like, wait a minute. What kind of high school has dorm rooms? It's like, oh, they're in college. Wait a minute. What kind of college has lockers? <laughs> Apparently more than I realized. It does happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, that, that's the only thing that kind of threw me off. I'm like, has it been that long? Why are my hands so old? <laughs> uh, but also, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was 17. Jessica Biel was 16 at the time so they were doing a reverse dawson casting where they were playing Uh. older but um that uh that that was my only kind of like wait what for the movie everything else was like this is fun this is funny i know exactly what movie i'm in and it tracks i did not know what movie i was in um because i've definitely seen this movie yet i remember nothing about it and what I thought I remembered about it was actually from Elijah Woods North. Oh. Different movie. Yeah. Different premise. But it's about a young kid traveling. That's about it. Wow. So I was like, when does the, when does the plane almost run into the airport? Uh, doesn't happen in this movie. No. No, it doesn't. No. Wow. Yeah. No, this yeah. this movie, I mean... It's a Christmas movie, right? And and it, especially yep. with the the world of Hallmark, like that bar, like I think Christmas movies exist in uh, their own kind of nebulous world of like, all right, it's a Christmas movie, so it's about finding out the true meaning of Christmas, and and, and any other thing. That or a, any kind of device that gets your character to that point is allowed. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be magic. It can be golden retrievers being part of the narrative for no real explainable reason. Uh, yeah. And so I'm just a big fan of like the the Hallmark Christmas movie genre that I'm like, yeah, like this fits right in there. And also, I, I was really impressed with the movie's ability to kind of surprisingly age really well yeah the beepers are really the only like yeah 
tech thing that don't hold up. Yeah, or, you know, Lyft, Ubers kind of thing. Like, yeah, or airport security. Right. <laughs> uh. Yeah, like, besides that, like, I, I was just really impressed with how the movie held up. No, I, I agree, though, because the, uh, when Jessica Biel makes the statement of... Uh, I'm going to slug you if you say anything that is sexist, racist, or homophobic. I was like, oh, well done on you. I'll be home for Christmas. Right? I was very surprised. I was like, huh, look at that. <laughs> so shines a good deed in a weary world. But you're right. All, all a Christmas movie really needs to do is get someone to believe in Christmas or the meaning of it. Uh, by the end of it, I'd be interested if Hallmark flipped the script every now and then. As well, someone who starts knowing the meaning of Christmas and then it just becomes super shallow throughout the course of the movie. Oh, uh, I, yeah. I really like that. Uh, who's Hallmark's rival? Uh, Pax? I don't <laughs> If you're thinking about Hallmark, like the card company, like their signature product, their rival to greeting cards, I would imagine it's American greeting. It's the internet. <laughs> Just print that out. Send an oh, email. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. I think my favorite. So there's one moment in the movie. I think it's my favorite moment uh, where the the man who's like, "Oh, I'll buy his ticket." And he's just like during the Santa race just being really nice to Jonathan Taylor Thomas and I'm like he's the real Santa isn't he if we're following Hallmark movie uh rules then he would definitely be Santa and then Ricky it sounds like you've already launched into headcanon oh ho 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 <laughs> Merry Headmas everybody <laughs> Merry <laughs> we're launching straight into headcanon because uh, that's fantastic Hey, Ken, it's the part of the show where we share with you unique ideas about the movie based on evidence provided by the film. Uh, yeah, so there it goes. That's my head. <laughs> He's the real Santa. Mayor Wilson is the real Santa Claus. Uh, so my other uh, piece of headcanon is, um, so I really like the, the script of this. Uh, mm-hmm. So much so that it followed something that I think would fit in another movie. And so I guess this is a headcanon slash recast remake hybrid. Um, but I my headcanon is that this script is the script for what would have been the third animated Goofy movie. Interesting. It has that travel effect. Yeah, It has yeah. a travel effect. But also, so at the end of Extremely Goofy Movie, spoiler for everyone who hasn't seen an Extremely Goofy Movie, the straight-to-VHS movie that had a massive tie-in to ESPN eSports because Whoa. Disney owns everything. But at the end of that movie, we are led to believe that Goofy falls in love with someone who is just as goofy as him. And basically... We are led to believe that they have a relationship. Actually, I think they actually canonically get married. Uh, but I don't think they ever revisit that relationship later into the goofy lore. Uh, and so my headcan is that they would have gotten married. And then Max, you know, because the movie takes place in the second goofy movie takes place in college. And so Max mm-hmm. is begrudgingly not going home. And he hasn't been back home ever since because the other premise of the Extremely Goofy movie is that Goofy goes to college with Max. So anyway, uh, this is all important. So Goofy has his degree. He moves back home. Uh, he's married. And Max is like, I don't know if I'm going to be home for Christmas. 
Uh, and then him and Roxanne are trying to have some kind of thing. And so basically that's it. And so instead of it being about Jonathan Taylor Thomas uh, and um, his dad, it's about Max begrudgingly going back home and trying to make it back home cross country, uh, basically going on a solo uh, road trip, trying to get back home so that he can repair things with Roxanne and ultimately be back home with his goofy dad. I love that. My only other piece of headcanon is that um, this movie is a part of The Lion King. Uh, Largely Mm. just that Simba, Mm. when he runs out into the desert, he has that, like, that's what he's dreaming about. He's dreaming about, like, what if none of this was my life and I was just a human? Uh, And he just dreams up that whole thing. Uh, and you might be wondering, Ricky, how does that make sense? He is a lion. How does he have a concept of what Christmas is? Um, that is not up for you to decide. Uh, I don't see how that's any of your business. Uh, you write your own headcanon. Uh, but that's just <laughs> the idea. Or reverse, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, when he's out in the desert, he is he only loosely knows that he's there and then he basically dreams up the lion king yeah maybe yeah that that makes sense yeah yeah to to he's losing his father he's reconnecting that way so the porsche is kind of like pride rock oh okay oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense that's similar to my head cannon which it, except mine's a little darker, which is the idea that he actually died in the desert. Oh, and no. um, yeah, or maybe when Nolan hit him with the car, um, but probably the desert because that's the start of his journey. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like the uh, the whole Greece theory of like he died and this whole thing is his brain processing the final moments of oh, what's going on oh, yeah. before they fly up into the sky. Yeah. Um, because everything seems pretty grounded until he starts this journey from the desert. And then it's, it's the Tom Jones fans and it just gets wackier and wackier. Um, but the thing that really solidified it for me was the score, because, um, if you remember the song, I'll be home for Christmas, that's the final, final song, um, of the film. And they're kind of playing it instrumentally in the background as they go down the street, but the last line of I'll be home for Christmas is I'll be home for Christmas if only in my dreams. Oh. Yeah. The top is still spinning. The top <laughs> is still spinning. Wow. All right. Now we're going to go to the part of the show where we like to talk about recast and remakes. R- r- recast. R- r- remake. If this movie were to be made today, who would you cast? What would the storyline be? Exact same movie. Jonathan Taylor Thomas and the rest of the cast are Muppets. Um, <laughs> it would work. I think that, or uh, if not Jonathan Taylor Thomas, um, then uh, series finale Luke from Modern Family step in, and mm. um, and it's that. I, I know Take the torch. I know they have what yeah. Muppets now on, um, or is it up Muppet Max? That I, I forget. Muppets today. Muppets have a new show on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. um, and so that I think that that could work. Absolutely. For my recasting, I just had Tom Holland 
He's pretty age ambiguous at this point. It's like, yeah, he could be in high school. Yeah. He could be an action star. He can do any of it. And he's funny. So I think he'd be great. For the remake, I thought it'd be interesting. Uh, you know, you could remake a very similar movie to this, kind of more planes, trains, and automobiles, but with an older character. And I was thinking like a Joel McHale type would oh. be really great. He's got kind of that, you know, smooth talker, uh, con man with a smile kind of deal. And so I think that would be, that that would work well. Yeah. Um, but ultimately what I really want to see is a remake of this in the style of Buried, um, where Jake is shoved in the locker before the holiday break and has to make it home you know, for Christmas. And uh, yeah, just the whole thing, real time, breaking out of the locker. Or maybe he's buried in the desert. Oh my goodness. But that seems a bit derivative. Grayson, that is so dark. It's been a week, Ricky. It's been a week. That is a different movie. I, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I also think that this movie has franchise uh, opportunities. So it, it'll be, I'll, I'll be home for Christmas and then mm-hmm. I'll be home for Christmas again. Uh, and then I'll be home for Christmas for real. Um, actually, for that's, sorry, this sorry, time, you guys. That's that's yeah. the fourth one. Um, oh, yeah. I'll four, be home number for, four. I'll be home. No, it would be. I'll be home for. It would be like fan four stick. Uh, I'll be home for Christmas is the fourth one. Uh, the third one is I'll be home for Christmas again this time. Mm. And then I'll be home for Christmas. Basically, each so the first one would stay kind of the same. The second one um, would be that he's trying to get to a destination Christmas. Like, hey, this Christmas we're going to it's basically Hawaii. Hawaii. It's, it's, always Hawaii. it's basically yeah. a reverse Home Alone. If now mm. that I think about it, like he's trying to get to the family because he forgot. Um, and this time they're giving away a boat. Uh, and then the third one, uh, it, it, it's all about, um, you know, it's a couple of years later, uh, and mm-hmm. he has his own family. Um, oh. and then he's trying to make it back cause he's on a business trip. It's, it's a lot like hook basically, but, um, in reverse, he uh, forgot what it was like to be Santa. Yes. So he's become a Scrooge. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the fourth one is, it's just Scrooge. Um, and that's that. The fourth one's fun because that's when they introduce time travel. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and then they. I'll be back to the Christmas. Uh, back yeah. to the creature. The, 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 the I can't do it. Can't. Back to the creature. Uh, when you said franchise this, I assumed you meant different holidays. Like, I'll be home for New Year's, I'll be home for Valentine's. Yeah, well, I'll be home for Mother's Day. Well, that was a movie franchise. The TV, like taking outside of the, it was like it'll just be I'll be home, and then mm. uh, it's just about uh, an anthology series uh, of just a bunch of people trying to make it home for respective holidays, events, moments, oh, ceremonies. One for every month. Yeah, yeah. Hulu will team up with Blumhouse. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we're going to go to our final segment of the show where we like to give you the greatest gift of all, our reasons to recommend. So, Grayson, why would you recommend I'll Be Home for Christmas? I recommend I'll Be Home for Christmas uh, because Jonathan Taylor Thomas is so talented and fun and funny. He's a good-looking guy, and 
you know, he really carries this movie all the way through. And he has great chemistry with Jessica Biel, who anchors that B story throughout as well. And I think it it makes it balanced. And so the cast is great. Um, Gary Cole is really great as the dad, the few scenes that he has there. Um, but really, the scene that got me was the Santa 5K sequence. It brought me so much joy. And the fact that that's like a real thing just makes it all that much better. But this is probably my second favorite movie with a Mayor Wilson, um, <laughs> other than, of course, Back to the Future's Mayor Goldie Wilson. Nice. Um, and ultimately, this story, it's a story of appreciation. It's changing for the better. It's very much in line with your standard Christmas movies, but I think it does have that, you know, it directly confronts materialism um, for the betterment of the family relationship. Um, Like the fact that it's not that he doesn't get there in time, the fact that he chooses to be late, I think was a really strong choice. And to me, to be honest, the first half was pretty fluffy in a fun way. Um, and it had that Disney Channel original movie feel, even though it wasn't a Disney Channel original movie. But it it had that fun, fluffy feeling in the first half, um, even for a Disney Christmas movie. But the ending, that second half feels so real. And, and they really landed that feeling of putting relationships over rewards for the character that I, it's worth watching and it's worth going on that journey. Um, and I'll say this, this is, this is high praise because it was, this movie was so emotional and compelling for me that, uh, it was enough to make me forget it wasn't actually Christmas time. So if you want to just time travel to Christmas time, uh, watch I'll be home for Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'd recommend I'll Be Home for Christmas because it is a a very sweet and simple, fun Christmas movie. Um, the stakes are there. Uh, I, I got a lot of Jingle All the Way vibes uh, mm-hmm. from the movie, but it's it overall just really delivers on you know the the holiday season feel of movies. Like I, like like what you said, Grayson. Like I really felt like I was like, oh yeah, like I'm. I'm in the Christmas spirit. Like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, I need a pumpkin spice something um, or a peppermint. I have pumpkin spice at Christmas. I save a lot of it. Um, <laughs> uh, like, I, w- I want a peppermint mocha. Like, I just, I, it, it really does make you feel um, like you're, you're, you're in your Christmas times. Uh, and so I think it, it was very welcomed in a time when it is over 100 degrees outside. Like it hmm. felt cooler watching this movie, but anyway, I, I would recommend this movie because it is very fun, uh, very entertaining, and uh, it is a gift that you get to give yourself. Nice. And that is our review of "I'll Be Home for Christmas" in 1998, John the Taylor Thomas one. So I found out there's also other movies called that, it's like a 2016. Yeah, yeah. I think Hallmark actually did get a hold of it. Yeah. Uh, understandably yeah. so one step ahead of the uh, internet so let us know what you remember about the movie on our social media on facebook twitter and instagram we are at flashback flicks and it would mean a lot to us it would mean basically getting the keys to the porsche if you could mm. leave us a rating and review on your podcasting platform of choice it is really the uh 
the the red nose or the Santa suit that signals people to like, oh, Santa's here, uh, even in the month of July. And it helps people basically find our podcast easily. So on a scale of one to five beepers. I was because, yeah, cheating beepers. Cheating beepers. Cheating beepers. Perfect scale. Oh, well, now I got to change my computer password. <laughs> cheating beepers, 98. And be sure to tune in next time right here on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. Until then, remember to be kind and rewind. <laughs>